Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. to the five barriers of joy. Uh, For me, it's Friday. Happy day of the week it may be for you, whatever uh, day you are listening to this. I'm so excited to talk to you about the last obstacle, which is worry overload. And you guys know I have a lot of thoughts about this, right? Because here's the deal we're more overwhelmed than ever we don't understand oftentimes our brains are panicking they're they're making up stories they're going crazy they don't we don't know what's going on fill in the blank right we are fried we are burnt out we are overwhelmed and we often don't know where to turn and so you will want to go back to the first day or the second day when I talk about the primitive brain and the role of the primitive brain in how we look around, um, scan our environment unconsciously for danger. Because our, our, our the news, the, the world is anxious about health, about money, about our jobs, you name it, about our children's mental health, about So I want, and I'm sorry that I have a barking dog in the distance. It's Annabelle, the golden doodle, who is aggressively, um, aggressively barks at anything that moves outside. And it's not people. Um, Remember this week I had a, I called the cops on the cops and Annie didn't care because it wasn't an animal, right? So why bark? Okay, so back to this worry overload. We, worry pretends to be necessary. It pretends to be helpful. It pretends to protect us. Um, and most of us are so well rehearsed at worry. We rehash, we rethink our thoughts over and over again as a way to not to forget or to let, like, to, to, so that we don't lose that which we need to be concerned about or to think about or to consider. And we make assumptions as well that our feelings are fact. And this is one of the most prevalent cognitive distortions or this idea that um, our feelings are facts regardless of the evidence. And if we believe it, it must be true. And yes, your beliefs come from your thoughts, not the circumstances themselves. They come from your thoughts about the circumstances. Now, this is not to say that we don't feel sensations, that physical sensations, we need to have that conversation, um, and that that is messages from our primitive brain to our physical body uh, to, to feel all the, you know, like to, to, to kick into gear, to get that cortisol moving. Um, 
So we tend to say that the way we feel is, is the truth. And I don't want to discount the role of your emotions in understanding the world and processing the world. So lest you think that that is what I'm saying, it's saying that I feel bad about this situation and I'm not going to consider I could have errors in thinking. I could be saying that this person doesn't value me, they don't, or they are trying to understand. That's a situation that I was coaching um, probably two weeks ago. Um, and it turns out that that was um, the individual's narrative. When, when, uh, when they dug deeper and then asked questions of others, that wasn't actually what was happening or what they wanted to believe. So I believe that if left to our own devices, uh, our brain will run amok often. And that's why we need to dig deep and understand the way our brain works and override those primitive brain messages with our the skill of metacognition, thinking about your thinking, our emotional control. But that only can occur if we connect in and know we, we name it to tame that. One of my favorite things to teach, uh, my children do not, of course, appreciate slash listen, mm. but is uh, this idea of, of one way to regulate quickly and um, efficiently, effectively is to lengthen your exhale. And research shows and just re experience shows that when we um, lengthen that exhale for a few counts longer than the inhalation, right, it stimulates our vagus nerve or it, <coughs> as I choke, <laughs> the vagus nerve, which runs from the brain down through the neck to the diaphragm and the abdomen tells our nervous system to chill out, to relax, to take a, a beat, right? Take a breath. Our heart rate slows, our blood pressure drops. The whole physical body from that emotional response, we lower, slow down, lengthen that exhale, it calms us. It calms our physical body. It calms our heart. It calms our mind. It calms our body. And so I really want you to consider and, and to play around with it. I believe that we haven't been taught how to deal with stress. And so our, our brain, what we've learned from others, what we've learned from news reports, what we've learned from um our experiences is to worry um oftentimes i i have clients that are professional worriers as was i right and once they start doing that um thought download um, which you can get a copy of that on my website if you want more information about how to do that and then how to use that but they get clear about what's swirling around in that brain of theirs and when they name it, they can decide whether or not to, to keep it. So I think there is such power in this work. There's such opportunity and there's such beautiful expectation 
that we can live with joy. And, and I also want to say that cast your worries upon me. If you are a deeply spiritual person, lengthen your exhale, do your thought download. I use that as tools to connect with the divine who, who moves in my life, who changes me, who changes my experience, but really my sight. And so I offer this to you as, as just a, a way forward that you don't have to sit with your worry. You don't have to feel overloaded or overwhelmed or over it, right? You can turn to someone and say, I am done, take this. You can turn to a loving God who will take that burden from you. Okay, sweet friends, I will see you very, very soon. Um, and next week, I hope you have a great and courageous week. Thanks so much. Bye.